2: Hello, I'm Jules. Hello,
1: I'm Sarah.
2: (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where this week, it's got off to an an, an interesting start, actually, for you and I.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Jules, Jules just had to apologise that he'd had a hot cross bun for lunch, which I want to know all the details on. Um, But I just just wanted to caveat uh, the podcast by saying, I've got the lurgy. That's right, Portslough crew.
2: Just to confirm, Lurgy is Lurgy, not Rona. It's oh, like, yeah, no, this is no. the Lurgy. Yeah. This is like Sniffles is, Cold, a little like yeah. something, something.
1: This is, well, I wouldn't go a little something, something. Thanks very much. Sniffles sells it a big well,
2: shop. How I, how I would <laughs> deem it.
1: <laughs> oh, Jules. Jules, it would be a mild inconvenience. Me, it's, I must go back to bed, cancel everything. Is Coronation Street on a little too loud? It's that. It's <laughs> <laughs> that me. But I do remember the only time I've ever known Jules to be ill, he was like, boomf. Like, it's flu. I've gone down. I sh- I'll see you all in a week. Like, this. Yeah, like yeah. cancel the podcast. I was like, oh, my God, Jules is ill. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the only time in five years that it's happened. Yeah. Every other time it's me popping up every few weeks going, <laughs> I
0: don't feel very
1: well. Um, sore throat, bit blocked up. I mean, it's boring as hell. I'm boring myself telling
0: you. <laughs> also,
1: I wanted to explain, Jules, because obviously we're we're on FaceTime. I've got a very. You, you may have noticed my very shiny forehead.
2: Sarah, I just wanted to, I'm glad you did bring it up because as as we answered on FaceTime, I was like, okay, Sarah's got her hair back. Something I've seen, I think, 10 times in our entire friendship. Five of those during spray tans. Yes, sure. (laughs) Today, today, it's almost like there's a lot of forehead, but there's also a little bit of a 2005 quiff going on.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah, there is a bit of, um, I feel this is quite JLo on the red carpet, MTV Awards, yeah, circa 2004.
2: I, I was thinking more Heidi from the Sugar Babes and well, SMTV. Yeah. So. yeah,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know what I was thinking. I was getting ideas wildly above my station. You're absolutely right. It's Heidi. It's Heidi from Sugar Babes who'd got to put four to appear on SMTV Live. <laughs> A <laughs> past uh, date. Oh god! But the reason is I've got an exceptionally dry forehead, and you know I don't. I I, I mean I, <laughs> it's so dry, and so I I turned to my second favorite skincare guru because, of course, my first is Jules Van Hip. Thank you. And my second one. I, I called you, I felt like I said Jules von Hip there, which I thought could be a very fun DJ name for you, actually. No, June. that's
2: the name of my old people's home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jules von Hip. come in. <laughs> so you can see salsa classes taking place over there. Very good, Margaret.
2: <laughs> exactly that.
1: So I turned to Estée Lalonde, who you know I adore, and Estée, puts moisturiser and then facial oil on top of her moisturiser, which I'm sure is a trick that's widely known. Um, (laughs) But I didn't know it. And so that's what I've done. And I was like, well, I can't put the fringe on the oil. That would be a disaster. I mean, some sort of horrible oil slick situation taking place with the fringe. So that's why... That's why I've got a very shiny big forehead. Look at it beaming the light of it over here. I mean,
2: it's quite it's quite a journey today because also Sarah during the time that we were having our not warm up chat because that sounds like we know what we're doing while we yes. were just having our high greetings how are you chat before we start recording you had a, an essential oil spillage. Um, oh god, which was, was quite a the nightmare. scene
1: nightmare. <laughs> There's oil slips on my face. There's oil... I forgot to put the lid on it properly, oh my gosh, it was, Peggy ran in to see what the commotion was, John rushed in clutching the blitz, yeah, and the water had spread, it's a good job I noticed it, you know, it's only because I turned around to get my microphone, otherwise there would be the sound of dripping water, my atomiser had completely gone off the rails. (laughs) <laughs> How
2: lovely for a new, newly renovated property.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I'm absolutely thrilled. It's the only nice piece of furniture I own. It's the only nice. And the water had spilled all the way across it. So that atomizer is in disgrace at the moment, actually, even though it's my fault that I didn't put the lid back on it properly. But nevertheless, um, so yes, there have been some, some dramatic occurrences in the context of this podcast. Tell me about your hot cross bun.
2: Well, um, we're obviously deep into hot cross bun season and mm. Dutch, I think we've talked about I'll this say. before, Dutch has his hot cross bun with cheese. He just has it as a sandwich. So which, good. So which good. Which I'm into. Um, yeah. So for lunch just then, we've got these two new hot cross buns from the farm shop and I don't know what they've done it with, but my mouth is like a desert. I am spitting feathers now. It, they've absolutely... They've, They've soaked every bit of moisture out of me. And as you know, Sarah, I'm a Good deeply Lord. hydrated person.
1: Oh, the most. You're like a <laughs> grape. You're like a bouncy grape at all yeah. times. I'm
2: like an aloe vera plant. Like, that's yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I just said to Dutch, I was like, Dutch, have these dried you out? He was like, my mouth is always dry. I don't know what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. Okay, sure. Never mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It's fine, Dutch. Don't even worry about it. Um, Operation renovation deeply underway, deeply underway. We've now finished your bedroom.
1: Oh, I am pleased. Did the swatches arrive? Have the... The swatches have arrived.
2: Everything, all of your comments were duly noted. I don't know (laughs) how many of them got pushed forward through the project, but we really appreciate your feedback at this time. Um,
1: I look forward to my test stay. Which will be happening as soon as restrictions (laughs) allow.
2: Um, We have, you know, and now we're in the now we're in the array of because this is another room that's been finished. What art goes where? What art goes where? What piece of furniture are moving in? Um, And
1: it's been. (sighs) They're asking it. They're asking it in homes up and down the country. What art goes where? But I mean, it has been. It's
2: been quite the time because obviously, when you're renovating, when you're doing a room up. All the furniture from the room has to come out of the room. So yes. we have mattresses in the hallway, bed bases randomly resting, laundry drying in the rooms that it shouldn't be drying in. It's, it's, it is deeply stressful, actually, here yep. at the moment. Deeply stressful. Yep. So I'm really looking forward to kind of reordering reordering myself. And also, Sarah, you'll be so sad to know that I, I ordered a huge clear quartz from Arizona and it arrived mm. shattered.
1: Oh, fuck. God, what's wrong? You'd think in Arizona, of all places, they'd know what they were doing. I can't even imagine what the shipping cost you from. Well, Arizona. actually, I have a
2: very good crystal dealer, so it was kind of a it was a good it was sure. a good rate. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was oh, a sad gosh. day opening up yeah. that box, and my what was supposed to be this huge bulbous area of light um, yeah. had been shattered. Yeah. So. If, you, if anybody needs pocket-sized quartz, yep. I'm your person. I'm right <laughs> here for you.
1: 4 99 plus postage and packaging. They will <laughs> yeah. be winging their way on with all of the good vibes jewels can infuse before they leave. Absolutely. I'm really sorry, darling. I mean, what have, they, what have they said in Arizona?
2: Oh, they're making deep complaints. And another piece has been put to one side, which I yeah. I, I was like, I may come and pick it up myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Don't worry, I'm on my way. I'm on my way with an empty suitcase. Are you staying in the US, sir? No, no, I'm just popping in. <laughs> just here to oh, pick
2: up the quartz.
1: Absolutely. Arizona as well. What? A, oh, I, I, I'm craving, and I know this is true of so many people at the moment, I'm not really the wanderlust type Jules, as you know. I like being at home. I don't
2: know. You will travel anywhere for a good meal. Like, if you oh, know that's there's good true. food at the other yeah. end, you'll be like, yeah, I'll go. And <laughs> yes. also, you love luxury. You love anything, mm, like, I do. anything gorgeous. I do. You would travel for that.
1: That's true. But I, I suppose I'm just craving going away. Like, I, I suppose what I mean is travelling has never been... You know how some people are like, oh, I'm saving up to go travelling. Oh, I just want to go travelling. Oh, I just wish I, if I could do anything, I would go travelling. That's never been... I don't want to be on the move. I want to go somewhere, like you said, sit, eat. Thank you very much um, and come home. That's what I want to do in terms of yeah. traveling. Um, so, but yeah, I'm absolutely. Every time I hear a new place, I'm like, oh, Arizona. Oh, I'd love to go to Arizona. Like literally somebody the other day was like, oh, fish and chips with scampi. I'm like, oh, that's all I want is scampi. And, <laughs> and, chips. and there's somebody else like, I don't know, posted a picture of Barcelona. I was like, Barcelona, that's just where I want to be. Like I'm just <laughs> anywhere at the moment, anywhere. I'm like, oh, yes also we've got a deposit knocking around for a holiday that obviously didn't happen because of covid we were meant to go to japan i still can't talk about it and um we've got the deposit which has got to be put down on a new holiday um so i think that's on my mind as well and maybe i'll pop arizona on the list
2: pop it on that list honey i actually i'll go and get you quartz
1: me. i'll go get it for
2: you. Yeah, you can be my my crystal furrier. You know what I mean? Like, off she goes.
1: (laughs) Got anything in the bag, madam? Uh, Actually.
2: (laughs) And (laughs) though this is the longest I've ever been in the UK, I think since I was 16. I don't think I've been in the UK this long. Um, I've not done a winter like this. I've not done a UK winter for as long as I can remember. I remember always going for winter sun somewhere because I'm solar yeah. paneled. I yeah. need the heat. I need the heat. Yep. We've talked about this before, Portsaloo crew. I am not built for winter. I'm not built no. for it. And this no. this has been a cold winter. This has been, a, I'm still thawing out. I'm still yeah. warming up. It's going to take me months to warm up. I'm in a spring look today just to yeah. kind of pep it up a bit. <laughs> I'm literally ironing the hot pants as we speak, oh, waiting for yeah. summer.
1: You're like the woman in Death Becomes Her who follows a spring. She hasn't seen an autumn or winter in years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's my icon.
1: Yes. Yeah, you need to get... Yeah, we do. We need to sort that out for you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell Boris. I think it's worth a petition. Get him all the and Jewels must travel. Yeah, ASAP. I need to
2: migrate. My migration Absolutely. needs to
1: happen. <laughs> Will we do a bit of correspondence?
2: Yes, let's. Let's.
1: Now you, something had caught your eye in the Portsloo Crew Facebook group.
2: Um, I really, really enjoyed this and I actually saw it and sent it to Sarah. This is from Alison Ruth Dunn and uh, she says, I hope Sarah's feeling well today. I was very concerned yesterday when I heard she had a stale yum yum in the house. In my house, they wouldn't last an hour, let alone long enough to go stale. Sarah, I really hope everything is okay and that yum yum eating is back to normal soon. P.S. Good luck, Sheila and Ken on the big move.
1: And that's very kind. Thank you for your kind concern there about my lack of yum-yum, about missing the yum-yum. Now this, this came in from Laura. Laura slid into the DMs. All right, is everything all right there? You look no, like you've been sorry, I was stunned. miles away. <laughs> <laughs> Laura slid into the DMs saying, I just listened to the nibble on sneezing, right? My uncle once tried to hold in a sneeze as he was carrying a cup of tea. It didn't work very well because he was so tense when he did the sneeze, he detached a retina and had to sleep sat up for a month. I mean, Laura, I'm so sorry that happened, but at the same time, (laughs) a tale of caution! Isn't that? I mean, what's going to be admired here is is how much the lengths that that uncle went to to protect his brew. And he was so scared. <laughs> he detached a retina. <laughs>
2: Oh it does Lord. it sa- it actually does sound like quite a northern thing, like you put in yeah. lots of effort. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. waste that brew. I'm not gonna waste no. all that effort squeezing yeah. that bag, <laughs> putting that milk in. I'd rather I'd rather detach a retina, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: oh. I'll sleep sl- sleep in sat up for a month, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we have had this darling little pink card which has come in, I can confirm, from Canada and I think you're going to like this. Not only has it been sealed, you know, with the envelope's uh, sealing mechanism, it's also had a strip of glittery tape added, which I think... Oh, that's gorgeous. I think it's a very nice touch, actually, a very, very, very nice touch. Oh my gosh, it's lovely. It's uh, a tree of coloured balls. There it is. There's the tree. Oh, it
2: almost looks like a peacock's tail.
1: It does, actually. It's very confetti, very peacock-esque. Oh my gosh, an outlook. Little letters, oh, little how cards have slipped out. Sarah, if you can out. hear what
2: sounds like a storm going on outside, it's because yeah. it's just started hailing it's hailing in k so just just say if you can hear banging on a tin roof i'm okay i'm okay (laughs) i'm just in the shelter
1: (laughs) it's just jules in the bunker and jules and sarah happy valentine's day babes all the love to a duo who are always bringing us love and laughter the second this is over i'm on a flight to come and hug the stuffing out of you and the entire Portsloo crew. And that is from gorgeous Jackie. That's from gorgeous Jackie, who I can confirm is also a Parlour member. And if I may be so bold right now on the podcast, uh, to just say that the Parlour, which is my fabulous membership, the Parlour's doors are opening. That's right. Admission, is, it's the only time this year it's gonna be open. And it, at the time of recording, it's gonna be opening this weekend. So how have a look at my Instagram, it how is exciting. exciting, it is exciting. The only chance for you to join this year. New members, we'd love it. Now, shall I do your little card from Jackie? Yes,
2: please. Shall
1: I do your tiny little baby card? Oh, look, oh my gosh, how sweet. So on the back, it says to jewels from Jackie. They're like tiny little cards. And it says, I am glad we are such guda friends. So there's that your little so one, nice. that's how very intricate. sweet. Oh so really, nice that,
2: that's like palm-sized
1: yeah, yeah, I would say that's the just just taller than a thumb, and this is mine, which says, "Will you Bree my Valentine?" So how cute, how incredibly sweet are they for little cards there, Jackie, that's just gorgeous, thank you so much, God, that's heaven. We will give out the address at the end of the podcast. There is always the Portslue Crew Facebook group. It'd be lovely to have you. And I'm at this Sarah Powell.
2: And I'm at Jules Von Hepp.
1: Now, Jules sent me the most phenomenal video. Portslue Crew. Captionless. A couple of days. Yeah, it didn't need any. It was sent without context. Presented without comment. Um, and it was of trotting. There was trotting. There were stables. There was jodhpurs. Is that the view? Because I mean, that was That's, really no, that was the in view, the stable yard.
2: That was in the stable yard. That was in the stable yard. So at the weekend, I actually was given a complete tour of their new um, in-between house, their new like place on the yard Center. Um, yeah. Sheila, Sheila showed me Ken's uh, clothes cabinet neatly ordered to perfection. Sheila's cabinet not so much the same. Uh, she was like. <laughs> She was like, "I did your dad first. I did your dad first. I was like, mm, "I'm sure. Mm, I'm yeah, sure." Yeah. Um, they have they have the most amazing to- <laughs> they have the most <laughs> amazing toaster because it's not it's not their things in the kitchen. It's like no. a, a whole, they're in like a serviced a cottage. So anyway, Ken sent through a video of the toaster, and he said. I spent minutes looking for the toaster release button I couldn't find because I thought my toast was going to burn. Anyway, this video came through and it's one of those toasters where they just slowly, the toast slowly comes up. Like it's Uh, unveiled to you. I was like, oh my God, it looks like Lady Gaga coming on stage like through the (laughs) trap door.
1: (laughs) Fun fact, Um, when pop stars come up, it is called a toaster pop. Do you know that?
2: I didn't know that. How great.
1: Yeah, because sometimes it goes up fast, don't they? And they jump out. Like, I don't know, somebody like Justin Bieber, I suppose, would really pop out of there. But yeah, even if it's it's called a toaster (laughs) pop, I don't know how I know (laughs) that.
2: Neither do I. What a great fact.
1: Takes me back to my roadie days, of course.
2: Um, Now, they also... uh, They also showed me the varying degree of pictures that are hanging within uh, their cottage. Um, And because it is a part of an equestrian centre, there's lots of paintings of horses. (laughs) There's lots of paintings of sheep. I was sat talking to Ken the other day and like these dog heads were above him, like looking in. I was like, this is so bizarre. This is so bizarre. Anyway, what they're really finding difficult at the moment is that where they're staying there is a reception for any pass- like packages and parcels to be delivered to. So mum was like, you know, things are arriving and we're not finding out. So they've now worked out that 3pm is really the ideal time to just slowly walk past reception. You know, oh, well, I've just got you, Sheila. I've just got you.
1: <laughs> Trotting past and, and in front of reception. I'm really enjoying that. Really enjoying
2: that, but it is like <gasps> it is in the middle of nowhere. I said to Mum, "Where are you food shopping?" She was like, "Oh no, I can. I'll still go to Waitrose. I'm still going." Oh, yeah. I was a like, "Round My trip. trip, yeah." Two <laughs> hour
1: round trip. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's like, "Oh no, no, oh, we're, we're still going there." She, she used yeah. to be twenty minutes from Waitrose. She's now forty five minutes.
1: It's worth but it. But she's
2: committed. No one yeah. can say that woman's not committed to a good food no. shop.
1: That's so good. Why doesn't she get it delivered? Because does she like to choose her own produce? That's what puts me off. I want to feel a pet to be honest, before I buy it.
2: Well, I, I'm the same. Although we are online delivering at the moment, um, but she also, I think, just needs a break from Ken, and I think Ken yeah. needs a break from her. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> they have worked out. On-
1: <laughs> yes. Ken, yeah, there's they people are near- all over the country. <laughs>
2: They are near a a bakery, um, a local bakery that they used to drive to and it was a special treat if they got the bread from this bakery. Now they're only in, like, the round trip is an hour. Mum said she started a yoga. She was like, she waved Dad off to go and get this bread and pastries and she was like, oh, perfect, I'll just do an hour's yoga class. She said he walked back and she was just in Shavasana. He ruined her last final moment. She was like, oh, So she's got to time it all better now. She's like, no, no, no. Either do a shorter yoga class or send Ken further afield.
1: Yeah, or just tell him, don't come back until at least three o'clock. Do not come back. (laughs) If I'm
2: lying on the floor with my eyes shut, I'm not dead. I'm in Shabasna.
1: (laughs)
0: If you see two
2: legs sticking out from the back of the sofa, I'm not dead. I'm in Shavasana. That's it, Cheryl.
1: (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Well, somebody who's always in Shavasana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, June. This is an absolutely classic June this week. Honestly, this is like... Mum was like, Oh, I've got to tell you this. And as I was listening, I was like, I, I was imagining telling you what had How happened. How great. So, Gail the Gardener, right? Gorgeous Gail, who, very good friends. Love Gail. Mum. Love Gail. Love Gail. Gail had seen uh, a post on her local Facebook group for a charity who were collecting crockery, right? They'd put the call out. That's what they wanted. I think it was a women's refuge and they wanted things to make a home. So they wanted crockery. They wanted, you know, things for kitchen items, basically. Yeah. And so Gail said, Have you got anything? Well, of course. Of course June has. She's completely overrun by crockery and she's has been trying to foist it all on us with to send down in the van. So she's like, Absolutely, I've got no, of loads. Course. And I'll and I'm I'm sure I've got a few friends. I'll put the word out. Anyway, Jules, the word went out. Friends were telling friends. Suddenly, June told eight people and they told eight people. June was getting phone calls. June was getting phone calls from across the county. I hear you're collecting crockery. Can I bring it (laughs) home? I've got a whole dinner set. I've got this. I've got. I've got an entire nineteen twenties um, afternoon tea set. They're all of this, right? All of this. Somebody rang her up and said, "Do you want a vacuum?" Right? All of this. So suddenly, it's gone from June offering a few old plates. It's a whole. There's a pickup. There's a drop off. There's, yeah. There's, you know what I mean? Oh, June.
2: Like, June. Yeah. Like this. And, and suddenly, here we go again. Here we go again
1: people knocking the door at all hours of the day and night presenting teapots presenting old chipped saucers all of this goes kind of all this crockery starts arriving it's nice
2: for your dad nice for yeah. your dad to enjoy that
1: <laughs> well if there's one thing if there's two things that my dad really doesn't like it's strangers <laughs> at the house and it's old yes. tat so this really was <laughs> really was a moment anyway so it's all starting to pile up in the garage it's all it's all piling up a, a van has been hired gail was like we'll take it all in we'll take it anyway somebody rang what was, oh one of somebody rang and said do they want blankets right and june said i don't know i'll ring right because june thought it was time she touched base with the charity yeah i think so
2: it's yeah. time she touched base as the final yeah. truck left yes
1: so this was on the friday and the 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 facebook post the call out had been drop off between 10 and 2 on monday right that was the time for the drop off anyway so it's friday mum rings this charity and said this this lady kept hello a bit mum said she was a bit wet this lady came yeah. up, hello, yes, hi. Mum said, I'm just calling up. I've got all this stuff coming your way. 10 o'clock, it'll be there. Do you need blankets? She said, I'm going to stop you there. She said, we've been absolutely inundated. We've inundated. We've had all this crockery has appeared and appeared. She said, there's mountains of it. She <laughs> said, we couldn't take another cup. That's what she said to Mum. <laughs> So mum's like, oh my god! <laughs> like, I've got stuff arriving. Like stuff was still coming in. You know, while she was on the phone, there was somebody waving at the gate. Do you know what I mean? Like there's she's got oh, a garage no. full of old crockery. So she's doing all this, right? So this lady's like, I'm really sorry. Well, mum said, Listen, I'll tell you now, you wait till Monday because you will be you think you you think you've got a lot now on it's coming from all four corners of the county and it's because everybody's had a clear out you know look yeah, at yeah, Sheila yeah. look at June everybody's got their old crockery out and needs somewhere to go right yeah so in the end Gail was mortified because Gail felt that she'd started this whole drama. So in the end, I think Gail... Gail, was only
2: trying to do good. In between trimming trimming the hedges, she was just trying to do a good deed.
1: She was planting a bulb and she was just trying to do some good in the world. And um, I think in the end, so in the end, they found a charity who said, we'll take it and we'll send this bloke. And apparently, this bloke turned up right with this with this lorry, which June thought was very full already. But he was one of those people. He said, "No, no, we'll get it all on." And she said, "For the teetering, very last, <laughs> the very last teacup that lit, lit, went on the top of the van." And he clinked off down the eye uh, down the path. And June says she still doesn't know to this day quite where he was going. He mentioned Liverpool, which she said. I don't really understand, but it has all gone. But when she told me, I thought, this is gold from June. But also
2: this, because June is such a, she's got such a big heart and she just wants to help. Yeah, Um, yeah, she does. Sadly, sadly that backfired a bit for June there, didn't she? She nearly ended up with her own charity shop.
1: (laughs) Yes, she really did. Oh, June. Oh my gosh! Will we do a bit of news from the north?
2: Oh god, that is so funny. Um, now mine comes. Mine's a little bit of a column, actually. Uh, oh, that's from, yes. That's from the newer, we're, from the newer advertiser.
1: We haven't had a column for a, quite a while.
2: Well, what I like is that it's not written by the woman. So it says, "Jilly Wilkinson of Eaton Growers Association turns to Facebook to help grow garlic." Okay, this is written by Sharon <laughs> Hodkin. Sure, but yep. it's written in the first person. Very confusing. March is when the days are much longer and we notice that spring really has sprung. In my garden, all the crocuses are out, lots of hellebores and the daffodils are waving about in the breeze. Setting oh. the scene. Just yes. for fun, I followed the instructions on Facebook on how to grow garlic in a jam jar. You'll find a jar or glass that the garlic just fits on, on top of. Fill it with water so the garlic is just touching it. Char- change the water every two to three days and watch. The roots start oh. to grow first and then the tops start shooting up. She's having a lovely time, it is Jilly, uh, isn't she? And
1: <laughs> Gorgeous.
2: Jilly, can- like many of us, has now lost it on lockdown yeah. three. She's gone. Yeah. She's gone. We've lost her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the garlic that tipped her over the edge. That was that.
2: <laughs> she continues... You can cut the tops a couple of times and I use them in cooking and then split the cloves as normal and replant them. So they're multiplying. <laughs> now is the month to start lots of seeds off. Cabbages such as Greyhound and Golden Acre are cheap and to grow and quite, pric- uh, quite, quite quickly producing uh, pointed or round cabbages. Gosh. Uh, there are always lots of seeds in a packet of kale so I sow them several times a week. <laughs> <laughs> some grow, some grow God, uh, to full size
0: plants
2: <laughs> and some cut small and go into salads and stir fries. Um, oh, there is a picture of her she does, she does look nice. Uh, sew a few <laughs> now and cut, cut and come again. Oh, cut and come again is great. Sew a few now as cut and come again and a few more to prick out and grow on to full size. A salad isn't a salad without a tomato, or radish and cucumber. So these two can be started this month. Oh, oh, hun. And she goes on and on and (laughs) And on and on on and on. And and I will just read the two last lines. Not sure what they're about, but it's fun. Water and feed them, then turn them out on July 28th and weigh them. Who knows what she's going on about? (laughs) I'm going to have a go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What I love most is that she's talking to herself. She's talking, it's like a stream of consciousness piece. I mean, She's God knows what the editor thought. What did the editor think when they got that email? What the hell are we going to do with this? They What's still posted it, didn't
2: they? They didn't think it would be read oh, out they on the podcast. They had to. They
1: had to. They, had, they, they needed the space. They'd already built the page. Um, now, my news from the north comes from Cheshire Live. And I'm very pleased to say, Jules, it's poetry related. Oh,
2: how divine. How lovely.
1: Watch Crewman's heartfelt poem about town's regeneration. A business owner has discovered a hidden talent for poetry during the pandemic and created an ode to Crew's regeneration. Gareth Williams, 39, has been running construction links in the town for the last 15 years as the company's managing director. But during the pandemic, under the first lockdown, the father of two suddenly decided, during the VE Day celebrations, to write a poem entitled Opportunity for Community. Fast forward more than eight months and Gareth's written a total of 15. Poems And performed some of them via a video on his Facebook page. His latest is a 2 minute 38 second passage about Crew and the current regeneration project called A Town of Pride, A Town of Joy, which he performed on the video whilst walking around the town centre. Garrett said, I've always had a relationship with words, as daft as that sounds. I always like throwing them around in my head, so it just came quite naturally. But the word poetry doesn't really fit with me, to be honest. I know what a right is poetry, but it's got a bit of a stuffy theme. It's not as if i am Eminem. M&M. His newfound talent came as a surprise, as Gareth had never been into poetry and doesn't even read it. He said, it just comes fairly naturally or oh, certainly, it seems that way, 15 poems in. I've just been able to take a subject that might have a local or national interest, then pick up on it and try and spin it into something that's useful, whether that's educational or just funny and witty. Despite despite recently moving to Conway with his wife, Rachel, and two sons, Harry and Jacob, 10 and 6, Gareth says he has a strong connection with the town. On the regeneration, he said, I'm a member of the Chamber of Commerce, so I know the ins and outs, ups and downs, and politics of it all, the positives and negatives. I just thought it was such a hot topic, and I thought it was about time to put pen to paper and write something that was relative to Crewe. To me, my poetry has to have a positive angle. It wouldn't do the topic any favours to add fuel to the fire if I was just trying to be scornful or prove a point. He added, I am proud of our town's heritage and align myself with the ethic that makes Crew what it is today, hard working and being a self-starter. I feel I play my part in its future success by encouraging everyone to get involved and work to better ourselves and the micro-communities that unite crew and do not divide it. Now, do you want to hear the poem? Do you want to hear Gareth reading his poem? Okay, let's see.
3: A town of pride, a town of joy. Try looking up, just try looking up. Who's always been looking up, looking up at Crewberg's hand-built trains, from oily work pit, light-filled bays, from Demsons to the Odeon's imposing shark fin sign, to hot treats from Tico's pasties, if you were so inclined. And the town's second floor brick-top shop frame glazing, staring down upon the paving that has been fading, ageing and soon will be changing. So please don't be remiss about our town that can be bettered, because if our minds become unfettered, then it can once again be treasured crew a town of pride a town of joy at least that's what i remember as a boy with tandy the wimpy and posh tea upstairs at chatwins and a carnival down west street with dancing bands to a loud drumbeat it's what crew can still stand for and aspire to be if we could all just come together to acquiesce concur or agree try looking round just look round sure it has all the hallmarks of a downtrodden northern town Appearing tired and seeming down. A kind of dodgy, murky-looking brown. And more opinions of its downfall than Madonna's dodgy handball. And yes, it's clear to see, apart from the phone store three, that there are shops that are abandoned. Just left empty, soulless, and, well, bland. But we now have this precious land, local consent and high demand. So why don't we just build something that is grand, even more famous than The Strand? not let it slip through our hard-working swarf eager covered hands like tiny golden grains of industrious building sand let us grasp it by the nettle and take a stand following our neighborhood grand plans being creative we can grow and expand this is what crew can still be but communal interest is the key that will only let you see it favorably with self-pride and with joy and glee it's what your children will tell their own with excitement and not groan because the centre is where you'll find your future memories or somewhere simply to unwind where people came together acquiesced, concurred and agreed so join me in looking forward we can all be looking forward looking forward to an end when we can see our friends when we can spend our spends in these cold and wet weekends beyond the time when we all dreamed that we were all in one big forward-facing team to improve our town space and make it better Surely that can be our joint community endeavour.
1: There it is there. There it is. There's Gareth's poem about oh, Gareth, crew.
2: Gareth, good for you. Good for you.
1: Absolutely. I, mean, I
2: really, I was I was taken on quite the journey then. Yeah, uh, we all
1: were. Yeah. And literally, if you watch it, I mean, you literally go on a journey. So. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well,
0: yeah, good for Yeah, he
1: through. Yeah, good oh, for Gareth. God. Something to do. Something to do, isn't it, Gareth? Um, Jules, do you want a hypothetical question? Yes. Marvellous. Um, hypothetically, Jules, what do you wish grew on trees? Obviously, money is the traditional saying, as in it doesn't grow on trees. But what would you like to grow on a tree? Um
2: oh god well i'd actually love blossom to be like glitter bombs <laughs> like how amazing yes! but like these, but like biogradable glitter so that it wouldn't be bad for the planet but like yeah. they'd well, burst be and it's, like beautiful glitter yeah, yeah it'd be beautiful glitter yeah. everywhere and like rainbow how fun and calm gosh. and great yes! um i actually think i need, i should say for all of this crew that i think cheese should go on trees oh my
1: gosh can you imagine
2: I would just be like lovely just imagine just picking out just
1: just a little just a yeah. little
2: light lincolnshire poacher oh lovely <laughs> how divine Ooh, cheese boards on trees
0: is,
1: <laughs> that edam's really coming on that'll be soon that'll be ready next week <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah i think it'd be really nice
1: yeah it would be i love it cheese what do you a cheese tree the cheesy tree, marvellous. Absolutely marvellous, darling. You'd very, be a, very you'd good. Be, well you'd done. be a
2: billionaire if you created you a would. cheese tree.
1: Everybody would want one. Everybody would want one apart from the vegans. And that's... They've got all the other trees, though. So that's yeah, sure. all right. <laughs> they <laughs> they can eat have the part. other trees. Um, we absolutely adore you for listening. What a fabulous podcast. What a fabulous episode. And I know it is... Our podcast so we shouldn't necessarily really say that but it is there's our yeah. review right there yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Portsloo crew um, we adore you for listening please do get in touch write to us like gorgeous Jackie did the address is
2: the Portsloo crew HQ PO box six six
1: seven four seven London NW five nine
2: G H
1: Gorgeous. Uh, we do always finish, of course, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for?
2: Uh, I've gone for an affirmation and I'm taking it from the Facebook group and it, Andrea Dupi Cruz. I think that's how you say your surname. And I'm sorry what if a I haven't... What name! Well, I'm sorry if I've not said it right, but I mean, I, it reads beautifully. Um... <laughs> She says, a disco ball is hundreds of pieces of broken glass put together to make a magical ball of light. You aren't broken, you are a disco ball.
1: Oh, heaven. Absolutely heaven. Gorgeous. And um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen